can't breathe. Mountain tops and bus stops echo. He can't breathe. Floyd is lying on the concrete. We can't breathe. Seems like these videos stay on Welcome, and thank you for joining No Need to Ask Podcast. My name is Amani Duncan, and I will be your host on this journey. So this is the continuation of part one of the No Need to Ask New Artist series. And we have with us once again, Madeline Nelson, CEO of Heads Music. And joining Madeline and I is Hannah Egan, who is Heads Music newest artist Welcome to No Need to Ask Podcast. What's going on? How are you? Hannah, I'm Thank doing so well. Absolutely. Thank you for joining. I'm such a such a fan of what I've heard thus far. And it is my pleasure to have you on this podcast because I think your music and your message and everything about you is something the world it will embrace and everyone needs to know about you early so that they're part of the discovery process as well. So Madeline, Heads Music, I, you have such an incredible roster of artists that are on the label, as well as your management. I mean, it includes multi-Grammy uh, award-winning Wyclef, mm-hmm. um, who's just incredible, Jazz, Jazzy Amra, mm-hmm. Riley, Jeremy Torres, who is just simply incredible, um, and Ida Tolu. Am I saying her, her name right? Ida Tolu, yeah. Ida Tolu. She yeah. is dynamic. I'm yeah. I'm like an Uber fan. Followed her yeah. all over Instagram. Her new video is simply incredible. She's almost at half a million on Triller. Oh, oh yes. Triller, yes. Which is, which is wild. It's why because you wouldn't have thought this is a girl from Norway and this is a pop song. Incredible. And incredible. On, on that platform, that's where she's hit already. And it's um and she put a challenge up and they called me up and asked, can they create a banner ad for the challenge? Because the song's doing so well. Wow. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's incredible. And obviously Hannah is the voice, the yes. voice. <laughs> it is simply, I mean, it just moves me every time I listen to your song, eight minutes and 46 seconds. It's just breathtaking. But before we go into the song, which is just so powerful, um, Madeline, you have on the Heads Music website, um, Mm -hmm. a quote that I love. Mm -hmm. And it says, because Heads Music is an indie, we have the freedom to work with whomever we like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, coming from the record label, I can so appreciate this statement. Um, it's just powerful and it's, it's really unique. And it's, to me, it's a differentiator, you know, as you know, from working in the record business, we, we don't pick who we work with, right. you know, we have right. to work the roster and give everyone the same amount of attention and push, um, across the board because that's what they deserve and nothing less. Right. But, you know, talk to us about that. You being like really in the driver's seat to follow, you know, your instincts that we talked about in part one to identify those amazing talents. I mean, it must be this incredible sense of freedom. That that's what it is. It, it really is freedom. At Sony, I worked across all three labels. And um, <clears throat> so I started to understand that freedom then, even though I was inside a major label, because, mm-hmm. because I worked for the CEO, 
you know, part of my job was to tell him what the priorities should be, in my opinion, across the labels. Mm. And so I got to choose which artists I worked with. And that's how I ended up working on J. Cole, Al Varner, um, Willow Smith's uh, first record, uh, With My Hair, um, ASAP Rocky. So Mm -hmm. these, these were the artists that I was coming back to Doug and saying, these are the ones, these, these should be the priorities. And so I started to taste the freedom then for the, for the first time, really from, from being inside of a label. Um, but there were, there were all these other parts and pieces that didn't feel like freedom. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so here, not only do I get to choose which artists I want to work with, I get to choose who I work with on marketing them, who I work with on promoting them, who I work with on promoting the video. I, I, who's going to be the PR. Mm-hmm. I have, I get a choice. I don't get stuck with someone who maybe does not share my point of view or my sensibilities. Exactly. About, or, or what's worse, the artist sensibilities or points of view. Exactly. Um, so those, those things are just as important. I agree. Uh, when you think about that freedom as an indie um, on who you get to work with, it's also just as important who you get to work with on, on getting the music out there. Memories of the gentle folks on these streets. Tears they hurt my eyes, the gas is burning. But my t-shirt says that Sandra Bland was here. Hannah, you're you're just this multi-hyphenated phenom. I mean, <laughs> literally, like you're from a small island in Bermuda. You know, we yes. were talking earlier. I, I, you're the first person I know from Bermuda. I, I love it. Um, well, we're such tiny. a beautiful, well, just a beautiful island that produces beautiful people. I mean, you're a singer. You're a songwriter. You're a dancer. You're a musician. Um, you're an actress. Like it's just multi-hyphenated and I see why Madeline is just gravitating to to you you just fit you fit the 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 paradigm of a you know the multi-hyphenated artist that Madeline always seems to gravitate to rightfully so um you know let's talk about your early performance days you know uh, you started out as you know a dancer first was that I- your main like passion that was so okay without going way too far. This will be a quick little snippet. I was six years old, right? I was watching the Olympics with my mom and there was figure skaters. Of course. And I was like, mom, I'm going to do that. And it wasn't necessarily figure skating. It was the passion and vigor in their performance that I wanted to do. Like, I know I wanted to perform. I saw the crowd. I, I just loved the movement, right? Yes. So, um, after that, you know, she put me in competitions and things like that. And I did this one competition. Um, I lived in Atlanta for a little while when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> they ate me alive, okay? <laughs> I was the only I was the only one in the, in the, in the room who looked like me. And everyone else was pop-locking and dropping it to the latest hot song. And I come out, they wheel out this old... Can I curse? They yes. wheel out this old ass piano 
that's squeaking across the floor. I come out with my turkey socks, my little oh, turkey no. dress, and I can sit down at this piano and start playing. And I hear, boo, get out of here, no. Look where you came from. Oh, no. Oh, like, no. I just died. And the thing about it, right, needless to say, I didn't win any of that talent show. <laughs> but, and I cried so hard. I cried. Aww. And I was crying on stage, you know, shortly after that. We went to Bermuda, um, and I fell in love with dance. I fell in love with theater. Um, I was the the thespian society president for four years of my high school endeavors. And then I joined the BMDS, which is the Bermuda musical dramatic society. Yes. And for about seven years with them, I did theater and dance and choreography and things like that. And, um, they kind of landed me, you know, right out of high school yeah, I'm, I'm going all the way. Anyway, good. Right, right, right out of high school, um, I was working in a spa, and Wyclef, John Legend, Alicia Keys, everyone came into the spa because it was a jazz festival in Bermuda. Ah, so yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm getting off this island one way or the <laughs> other. <laughs> I've done all that I can. I've done every production. Um, so... I printed up my little resume and headshot. It was so unprofessional. It was so crazy. <laughs> I just listed everything I did in, in one line. I was like, this is what I've done. Just take it. And I gave it to Alicia Keys. I gave it to John Legend. I gave it to Wyclef. And um, like- Fortune we, favors the bold. woo Yeah. Yo, so Wyclef's ma- um, manager, Charmont, his store manager, he hit me up and asked me to audition in New York at the Nokia Theater. And that- audition is actually on YouTube wow. and the, the rest is history. Um, I started choreographing. He told me to pick up the guitar. I picked that up the next day. I went to guitar center and picked it up immediately. Are I you did. self-taught? Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, I'm still learning. Of course I haven't mastered anything about this guitar, but I'm learning still. Yeah, she has. Yeah, you're being <laughs> yeah. very humble and gracious. Woo-wee. I just heard you Let's play. You though, so <laughs> you got you got it. Yeah, well, I'm still learning and and you know taking my time with it so that you know I will be masterful with it. I'm you know working with Madeline, working with Wycliffe. They give me opportunities that people will kill for um, to be able to be in the presence of. Carlos Santana and hear his wisdom and my goodness, this journey, the journey has been heavy. Yes. Yes. Heavily rooted in just passion and, you know, wanting it, you know? And I think that's so important for the young listeners that, you know, want to be in the music business as an artist, you know, it's, it's, it's the shared experience that helps people understand all that goes into actually getting to the point where you can sign with a label. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm always hearing about the shortcuts that everyone's trying to do. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, there, there are no short, I, I don't understand what you're doing. There are no shortcuts. If you want to be a career artist, which is really the only artist that anyone wants to invest in. It's true. Right. You you just can't jump the line. And if you do jump the line, it's hard to sustain it. Yes. Because you don't have the 
you're not putting in the work. That never changes. It Mm -hmm. does not change. The microwavable artists do not sustain. Agreed. Agreed. They don't. don't. Agreed. They can't scale. They cannot scale. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So your determination, I love, you know, um, saying I'm going to leave Bermuda. Yeah. I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to do everything I can to achieve my greatness. You know, were there moments along your journey um, where you just felt like, okay, this isn't, I'm discouraged. I'm, I'm tired of hearing. No, I feel like I'm treading water, whatever that may be. But if you can talk to us about that, you know, one moment where you were just like, I don't know, you were really being tested. Uh, there are a number, I'm trying to pick one (laughs) that, you know, I think artists, artists can sort of relate to because it is, it is a definite journey of ups and downs. You will definitely be encouraged and discouraged. Um, Mm -hmm. one of, one of my moments was when I moved to California, I moved to California four years ago. I had an intention to stay here for a month to do a tour with this band. And go back home to Bermuda. That was my plan. It's four years and I'm still in California. (laughs) You know what I mean? I do. To know what goes inside of that, to know that I was sleeping in my car, to know that I was couch surfing on strangers' couches, um, you know, just out of the church, like, hey, you know, can I come over for potluck? And then, hey, can I stay over for a little while? You know what I mean? Like, I do. a definite journey, man. And, you know, I question myself, like, can I really do this? Mm. And, and that's a very, I've never voiced that before. Like those are, those are thoughts that you have, but you don't share because I'm going to get this and everyone's going to know that I'm going to get this. But to be brutally honest, I had a moment where it's like, damn, should I just go back home? and fall in line with the nurses in my family. Right. So um, what what pushed me beyond that was <laughs> going back to the drawing board of writing. Um, when I feel a little discouraged like that, I just write. Mm-hmm. And I, I have this thing called a creative clock. Mm. And because I, I literally have to do this or I can't survive. There's a time where I need to profusely write, just write, just write, just write. Then there's a time when I have to read and only read. Like, I don't even worry about writing. I don't worry about music or anything. Then there's the time when I have to paint. Right. And then there's a time when I have to practice and I just vigorously practice. And, you know, and then performance is just something I love to do. So that just always comes. (laughs) But, (laughs) But I need that creative clock to keep me going. Um, in my creativity. Um, so in those discouraging moments, that's what I do. I, I turn the clock. I turn the hand of my, what I focus on so that I keep on going. Finding that inspiration. Yes. Or go live you, a little bit, you know? Exactly. I yeah. love that the creative clock. I, I, I'm going to. I like that. I, I do. I really like it. So my question about the creative clock, does it change? Or is it uh, pretty consistent with the the outlets you you use painting reading practicing like 
does it change from day to day? It doesn't change from day to day. Um, I would call them long hours. It's like a season, I would say. Like, uh, it's, I have different seasons, but I call it a clock right. because it's just, it's just what it's time to do. I know it's sure. time to focus on this. I know it's time to focus on that. Right. So um, that's, that's how I kind of do it. I love it. And thank you for sharing your creative process. I know that's, I've learned something. I like the creative clock idea. I'm going to start using that. Honestly, it's really yeah. smart. It's really smart um, for creative people that are, you know, I'm, I'm writing a book. I, actually, I've written a book and I'm in developmental edits that I keep refusing to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm finding all of these reasons to distract myself from sitting down and, and I don't know if it's fear. I don't know if it's, you know, I'm I mean, just going to ask you, are you afraid to finish the book? It, it may be because there's no reason why I'm, you know, should be dodging actually sitting down and tackling these edits. Yeah, um, good. Thank you. Thank <laughs> I you. can't wait yeah, to read it. I, 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 I got to read you. it. Yeah, yeah, an early oh draft. Early draft, yeah. It was, it's called Girlfriend, No Need to Ask. I'm already invested in your future. So it really is an Very extension good. of the Girlfriend, No Need to Ask platform. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to you, since I'm stealing <laughs> your creative thoughts here. Um, <laughs> what mode, like, What made you say to yourself, Heads Music is where I need to be? Well... Heads Music and I's relationship has been a developing um, strong relationship for a very long time. Um, Right. When I first was introduced to Madeline, I was in awe of her power, of her know-how, of her do it. And when we were in the creative process of um, putting out music, creating music and things like that, um, and Madeline, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh oh. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> no, no, we we clashed in a yeah. sense of um, I wouldn't say creatively crashed, but we we crashed on like when should it be put out? When is this happening? Um, yeah. You yeah. know what? What? Who are you as an artist? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I think I think in in Maddie trying to figure out who I was as an artist. Um, I guess what was said, the the direction of things wasn't sitting right with me. Um, It it just didn't feel good. It didn't feel like me, you know, and that, that um, I would say deterred the progression of the relationship for a minute. Mm -hmm. And um, it's fair. Yeah. And, and that's just, that's just honest. But I think, I think that time apart, um, and even me, Madeline, you met me when I was very young. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I didn't know who I was fully. You right. Know, you, you helped me figure out who I am as an artist. And, and that's the part that has made me say hell yes to heads because of the patience that Maddie has, the, the experience, of course, the ear, of course. It's like, but, but the patience and development and the understanding of who I was, I argue with Maddie on on eight forty six, eight minutes and forty six seconds because I wanted to put it out mm. a while ago. Yeah, 
Yeah. And hmm. I was profusely crying, like, this has to come out now. This is a need. This is necessity right now. Like, do you know what's going on? And she's like, we have to wait, Hannah. We have to wait. And it was just look at that. That instinct that she has is just ridiculous. So um my respect level and like just like you said earlier, that humble, that humble bug that you need to eat. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> you gotta right. Eat that. Cause I was like, I'm ready. And it was like, mm-hmm. no, you're not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Sometimes you have to defer to the pros. Come and it doesn't now. mean that your position or your feelings aren't valid. You know, right. I think right. I think Maddie is so measured with that. Her skill level is bar none when dealing with artists at all different levels. I mean, this woman was, you know, I'm speaking about you like you're not here, Madeline. Know. But Sorry. you know, seriously, <laughs> I mean, you you know, your your ear for for talent at yeah. every level is, is so premier, but then, you know, you also have worked and discovered so many artists and then also worked with intimately the Michael Jackson's, yeah. you know, the Teddy Riley's, I mean, the, the scope of your experience is, is so broad and diverse. And I, I, you know, if I was an artist, I would want you to sign me um, yeah. for, the, <laughs> for the sole reason that you, you're so invested. Yeah, I know you're so invested and you can feel that even, you know, when I'm standing on the sideline watching it, you know, I remember um, Heads Music, you know, showcase when we did Push Live, MTV Push Live. I mean, Maddie was the first indie label to ever debut their artists on, on the platform and just watching her work and you can feel it. You can feel that energy. And, and, you know, that's not always the case at a major. No, that's not always the case. You know, that special attention that develop, you know, artist development process, which is, was taken away many, many years ago um, at major labels. It just no longer existed. And that was one area that I felt, you know, one department that should have stayed. Yeah. You know, it, it really should have. actually not a department anywhere mm. anymore. You know, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. And that blows my mind. Just always feel that that's an area that really was and is missed in um, in labels, major sorely, labels. Sorely missed. And it's obvious. Mm-hmm. Obvious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I would love, Hannah, to for you to talk about this simply incredible, timely, dynamic body of work. Eight minutes forty six seconds. Um, yeah, it's it's powerful, lady. I just want you to talk about everything okay. surrounding this beautiful, beautiful piece of work. This this song is so heavy um, in my heart because being being a, a a child of a black woman and a white man is very tough. And um, you know, throughout my life, I've experienced racism from both sides of my family. So this this song, 
you know, and, and even though it's on police brutality, it's based off of racism. Like they're profiling us. They're, it's just ridiculous. So this, this song, I cry profusely writing it. Honestly, um, Clef, Clef came with the idea of it. And when we were in the studio working on a totally different song, he was like, yo, I can't breathe. And then it, it just, it just came. And he was like, yo, like, let's put some lyrics to this. And it, it just, it, um, it came so easy because the passion and the, the anger, the, right. you know, despair was there. And, right. um, you know, like I, I want to personally deliver this song to the families I message in this song. I right. want, I want to go there and give them this song and give them something that they can have from me because of how deep this song is to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, it's funny because people in Bermuda, it's like they, they're, they know about things that are happening in America, but they don't really, they're not invested in it like that. Little Island, who cares? You know, what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. So I, I've heard through Island friends and things that people are saying that I'm jumping on a bandwagon and exploiting people. And they don't oh know, they don't know where my heart is on this. They don't know what's happening inside of me that made me write this song and my experiences in life. Um, And Nina Simone said it, yo, be a reflection of the times. And that's why I keep on reiterating it every time I post about this song, because I am an artist reflecting the times. That's all I'm doing. Yes, you are. Like Nina Simone like Billie Holiday, like Wyclef, like every every true artist who who respects their surroundings and sees art in everything happening around them. So, you know, that just, it makes me want to push even harder to, you know, make people, not, I, do, I really don't care what people think about me, but I want people to respect the artistry of what's happening here because that's that's all it is you know what i mean and i have pure intentions with my art so that's that's just what it is this song this song is very heavy to me and um i just hope that people who hear it can find the strength can find the perseverance and um the determination to not slow down on making actual change happen Oh, speak truth wow. to power, Hannah. <laughs> it's I mean, just what it is, man. Like I am absolutely tired. Yes. Tired. Yes. And it is powerful friends. We're going to play a bit of eight minutes and 46 seconds.
this powerful song will be released on all DSPs on July 17th. So please make it a point to go to your favorite DSP and download this powerful song. I believe wholeheartedly that every single person needs to take a listen. Hannah, I thank you for using your voice and using your artistry for good to help continue the energy, the passion, the fervor, not letting the movement dissipate. Exactly. As we've seen so many times, unfortunately. It can't happen again. It It cannot. And I am optimistic um, about the future because what I have seen from the youth, this, your generation, it is powerful. You and your generation are boldly staring in the eye racism. Exactly. And saying no more, no more, no more. (laughs) And we're ready. We're ready. Well, I have faith. I have faith and we stand with you. And I, you know, honestly, what a, you know, what a powerful debut, you know, Mm -hmm. I know you've been in the business and you have just such an, like your journey is, is just really beginning on the main stage and what a powerful debut. Eight minutes and 46 seconds is for you. I'm humbled. I'm humbled. Yeah. I am. I know the the type of um, position I'm being put in, and I know what type of shoes I need to fill. And I feel like I can do it. And I feel like with being able to lean back and rely and trust and have that push from Madeline from Wyclef, have that wisdom from different people that I've met in the industry. I, I'm, my breath is taken. Like, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. I adore you. I'm your number one fan. I'm starting the (laughs) fan club. I mean, you, you're giving me chills. Honestly, you're, you're magnificent. And I, Oh, I can't wait to hear more and more and more from you. Um, You are with the most dynamic team. And I'm so happy that you're putting your trust in Madeline and Heads Music because they are simply the best and Madeline is simply the best. So, oh, I have to take a moment. I have to drink a... (laughs) Drink some water that I don't have. You just literally, you're, you're, I feel, you know, your energy through the through oh. my speakers, my headsets. It's, mercy, it's just mercy. beautiful. And I, I'm just humbled and thankful that you are part of this new artist series for No Need to Ask podcast. Um, Thank you. So what is, you know, Madeline, Hannah, what is next? We, we really have to work this record, this, yes. this song, this single. Um, but Hannah's already created a ton of music. That's what's beautiful. Um, she's got all kinds of follow-up. There is no question that she can, um, match this song. She can top Mm. this song. Um, her level of versatility is incredible in in the music. It very, reminds me very much. And I was having this conversation with Wyclef the other day. Um, and I was telling him that I had purposely listened 
to um, Lizzo's album beginning to end like 10 times while I was cooking a couple of weeks ago because the versatility of the album, the fearlessness of like mixing all those genres on one album is exactly what the combination is of Hannah's music, the music that, you know, she's accumulated over the last few years. Uh, it, it reminds me of Lizzo's album. It, it, it's, there's a couple of different genres. There's um, stuff that sounds like jazz. There's reggae. Um, there's like scat music. There, it's it's this beautiful like combination though wow. of everything that is her. There's nothing that is separate of her style or her personality though, even though different genres. Um, and that's the only thing that I can compare it to right now that I like I love deeply is the Lizzo album. So what's next for us is to to do right by this single and prepare the next and the next and the next. Love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm here for the journey. Count me. <laughs> count me in. I'm here yes, for the ride. No. You know, yes, number no. one fan over here. So before <laughs> we close this incredible conversation, um, I always do two questions um, for both of you. One is called Trading Places. So if you could trade places with anyone living or so anyone that's passed on, who would that person be and why? Um, I would trade places with Whitney Houston. Okay. Because, okay. Because I would want to know what it's like to have that voice. Wow. Wow. I, I know what it's like to recognize that voice and before anybody else does, you know? Yes. Um, but I would love to, to have that voice. I would love to know what it's like to, to just stop time when you just sing literally one note. I mean, that's a good one. That is such a good one. Such a good one. Um, Hannah. Okay. 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 I, you, for one day. Yeah. Just for okay. one day. All right. I'll be Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> I'll be Beyonce. Only because I want to know what it's like to be Beyonce, but I would also like to know what it takes to be Beyonce. Yes. You know what I mean? That's a good That's a good point of heavy. view. Yeah. It is heavy. Yeah. Yes. That's what I, I want to know. All the details of what it takes. The trade secrets. That. Yes. I, I love your answers, both of you. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, what are you reading? Ha ha. What am I rereading? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, I read Asada when I was in my early 20s. It was, you know, we all probably read a, a couple of books that are true uh, life changers and, and um, attitude shifters, you know. And when I read it when I was in my 20s, it just made me feel like I was invincible. There was nothing I couldn't do. There was, I mean, the things that she survived, how tough she is, was, is, mm-hmm. um, I just, she, she just made me proud and, and, and just made me feel, yeah, like I, like I could take on the world. So, so I'm, Reading it again because 
I went through a tiny little moment of when I made this board of imposter syndrome where you, you, the big thing happens and you're like, am I really good enough for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I pulled her out. That's right. I ordered, I ordered a new copy. That's like, right. Oh yeah. Mine is on the way. way. Mine is on the way. Yeah. Mine is on the way. It's yeah. a good one. It's <laughs> such a good one. Thank you, Madeline, for sharing. Hannah, what page turner are you uh, currently invested in? So I haven't started it because it's not time yet, my creative clock, but <laughs> I'm in transition and I'm about to start this book called The Artist Way. Okay. And that book's amazing. Yes. So um, it was it was suggested to me and... I know that it talks about, you know, just diving deeper on why you create, where it comes from, and who you're giving it to, you know, and the power that you possess in your creativity. Um, so I'm always diving deeper into really what I want people to feel, what I want people to realize about themselves in artistry and creativity and in their general lives. And um, so this is what I'm about to be starting. I love the it. The artist way. Amani, I love it. Mm-hmm. You should get that one. It's it's like a workbook. I yes, just it, wrote it, it down. Yeah, I, I did. I did it a long, long, long time ago. And for you, um, needing to get back to getting that book finished, the artist way could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That might be the whole reason you have us on this podcast right now. Is to I, learn about the I believe way. that to be true. Yep. I it's, it's that actually to be true. It's really. Um, you know, it's like a guided, you know, therapy session, really, because it, yeah. in this section, it's like, um, it's like complete the sentence. People with money are blank. Money makes people blank. You know, so it, you have to fill that in and it really gets your mind ticking to where you are as a creative. Oh, I need this. What your perspective is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. friends, as always, I will list out these two um, books in the uh, body of the uh, podcast description. And I encourage you to, if you have not read either, please go to Amazon and uh, order your copy today. I know I will. Hannah, Madeline, I mean, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for participating and just for sharing. And I've learned so much. I'm sure the listeners have learned so much as well. Um, it's just, it thrills me to have two dynamic women leaders in their own way um, on the podcast and to be able to help amplify the stories that I feel need to be heard. So thank you both again. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. much. My extreme pleasure. So friends, and this is the end of No Need to Ask Podcasts with Madeline Nelson and Hannah Egan. Yeah. I got it right. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) So until next time, please be well and be safe. Thank you.